Welcome to the final part of our Favourite Noises series, where Will Marshall sits down with bands to discuss their favourite album of 2022, as well as asking for a recommendation of a band that might break big in 2023. On top of that, Will, there's a little bit of fishing around what might be coming up with the bands themselves. Apologies in advance for this intro and my audio quality. I don't have a microphone and I'm in Spain. Sorry, not sorry. I just want to take this opportunity as well to say thank you on behalf of Will, myself and everyone at Noise for both this series and for everyone that's listened to every bit of podcast uh, or viewed or looked at, read or engaged with anything that we've put out in Noise or on the Noise podcast this year. It means the world to us and we can't thank you enough. We're really looking forward to 2023. We're about to wrap on our Albums of the Year feature and big up to Dan for pulling all of that together and to Will for for compiling a lot of that as well. Loads of exciting stuff coming next year, so please keep an eye on everything that we're doing. Uh, And as usual, we would just want to be bigger and better. Anyway, in part four, this final part, Will sits down with Paul Green of Devil Sold His Soul, Charlie Rolfe of As Everything Unfolds. Apologies in advance if I get any of these names wrong. James Brody and Jamie Waggett of Grief Ritual and Ross Began of Goddy. You can follow us at Noise or at Noise Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Noise on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. You'll find this podcast on streaming platforms wherever you like to stream your own. A review, like, share, subscribe, any of it means the absolute world to us. It does a huge amount to boost our reach too. Uh, You can check out our essential playlist that we compile from the new noise features that we do. We appreciate and love every single one of you. Enjoy the episode. Well, thank you again so much for joining me this evening. So today I've got lovely Paul from Devil Sold His Soul uh, joining me. And we're going to be talking about all things 2022 and a little bit of 2023. But first of all, how are you doing? Yeah, good, Will. Yeah, cheers. Good to talk to you. Thanks for having me on here. Um, Things going good. It's been a pretty busy years some ways for the band touring and stuff so it's nice to kind of get to the end of it and have a bit of a recap look back at what we've done um so yeah thanks for having me on here no always a pleasure because like you say you know obviously you've been doing a bit of touring as like the as the one year and and now at one year and a bit anniversary of of loss coming out doesn't feel like it was that long ago but it's you know it's it's it feels like forever for us honestly because we obviously wrote it and recorded it the year before and everything yeah. and and it's you know with everything in the world and all of the backlog of gigs and stuff it still has pushed everything further back and maybe we are still in the loss campaign when we probably would have moved on to something else by now but it's yeah. um yeah really really obviously still proud of it and you know, even the year and a half on i'm not i'm not quite bored of the songs yet <laughs> that's always a good sign yeah <laughs> okay um well talking about 2022 and what's been going on this year uh f- one of the reasons I want, really wanted to do this sort of segment is that people, and it was said on an earlier one, another band said that sometimes fans forget that bands and musicians are fans themselves. Oh, yeah. um, so what I really wanted to find out from you today, first of all, is what's your favourite album that's come out in 2022? So I was doing a recap during the week, and just to, I knew this, we had this chat coming up, and so I'd look through everything that's come out, and it kind of shocked me that I thought some albums had come out this year that came out last year and vice versa. So there's some in like you know, Rolo Tomassi's, for example, I thought that was last year. I totally thought um, Where Myth Becomes Memory was 2021, but it's not. And Bleed as well, Bleed From Within, I thought that was last year, but it wasn't this year. So those two are honourable mentions on my list. But 100%, like, my favourite album this year was Ithaca, Theorus. I absolutely loved it. Um, 
they weren't a band that was really on, really on my radar um, before probably last year. And um, some of the guys in the band were already fans of them and sort of put me onto it. And I was just blown away when they first brought out um, the Theorist, the single, the, the title track. I was like, these the riffs were just ridiculous from like 2.30 onwards on that song when it just kicks in heavy at the end. It's just, yeah, it's just amazing. And from that through to like the last track, um, Hold Behold, I was just such a beautiful end, end to the album. I, yeah, I really, really, really loved that record. Yeah, I get. I totally agree that it's one of my one of one of my favorites. It's it's no, it's no, it's like my top five this year have all been with my, with the exception of my top spot have all been like this is so close. There's been so much great stuff, and Ithaca is so incredible. I uh, like yourself. I was sort of a latecomer because I saw them at Arc Tangent 2019. Mm. So obviously that was on the language of injury cycle. It blew my mind. Um. And then obviously lockdown happened. I got the album on vinyl. I was really enjoying it. And then this one, when it was like when I was sent it, I just remember putting it on and going like the first single on even because it came out before and just going the glow up like from an already good debut to this is unreal. Yeah, definitely. I I didn't really... I. I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. And that's not a diss on them at all. So I, I was just so blown away by how brilliant it was. Um, and, you know, I remember cause we, we obviously had Jamila come on stage with us at Arctangent and yes. with chat here and do like the guests on the Narcissist, which was awesome. And I was talking to her and I just remember saying that, you know, the whole Behold track at the end. Oh, it's, it's one of those things where you hear it, and you go, I wish I'd written that. I really wish I'd written that song. And I just, it's just stunning. Um, so yeah, yeah. fair play them and I'm, they've got some really big things coming they're gonna get they're gonna get a lot of good stuff going their way off the back of that and they deserve it because they're good people and they write good music and that's how life should work absolutely 100 yeah, yeah they are absolutely wonderful and she's like mills is she's hilarious you know yeah <laughs> such, a, such a laugh um and such a but yeah the whole the whole world as well of that album right with not just the music which is insanely good in and of, in and of itself but the whole world the aesthetic the like the the, yeah. the the classic kind of font that you see on the cover that really kind of timeless but also really not at all very metalcore artwork the, and the orange dress man it's iconic the orange like, dress yeah it's already iconic and that album's yeah. not even been out a year yeah. <laughs> but yeah that yeah totally agree they fear is by ithaca 100 percent one of the yeah. best albums that's come out this year. And like you say, they're going to be doing them. They've just announced the tour with Get the Shot. Um, yeah. It's coming to New Cross Inn in January. Like more than January. Or you think about, I mean, looking at that run, it's like, that's going to sell out. And that's going oh, to yeah. that's a carnage at New Cross, especially. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've listened to the Get the Shot record that came out this year, but it is the most like big stupid hench metallic hardcore record that it's, it's just so much fun um so that's going to be an incredible tour cool cool that sounds good to me i might try and get try and get down to a show if that's possible yeah so moving on from album of the year which again can't say enough good words about let's talk about who do you think people should look out for in 2023 like what's your pick for a band that are going to be you know, that are going to be like the next thing that people are talking about. See, I, I'm not very good at picking that stuff, personally, because I, I, I'm i not like, I, 
uh, a lot of bands that everyone's talking about kind of be the buzz bands, aren't they? And I'm, I like music for music, the quality of music, not necessarily about how they're how they're put on a pedestal all the time. And based on that, like I, I really am excited. And this is, I know he's my mate and everything. He's my band member, but new cops record that's coming out this year. Um, Ed's really humble with everything he does and says, and he's not over, over egging it and saying, Oh, it's going to be amazing. But I know it is. I know the quality of the writing that's going on there. Um, the passion that's going into it from the guys, they're, they're all a good bunch of lads. Johnny's recording it again. Um, I just know it's going to be really good. And they've got some good, really cool stuff happening this year for them as well. Some some announcements. I'm not going to spill those beans. So it's not my place to do it. But um, yeah, they're, they're going to have a really good year. And I'm excited for them. Just, again, it's really good music. I'm sure there'll be other bands that are the next big thing that come out this year, but for, for different reasons. And yeah. the quality of the music that cops are doing and how, how in keeping that is with, not not just current trends, but how they actually they enjoy music. That's important, and I think it's going to be brilliant. I got, yeah, I I agree because you know I I listened to because um, he did he sent me the cop CP yeah you know um, ahead of time and I listened to it and I just thought this is it's just really really good like kind of post black metal is in the in the loosest sense like there's a lot of black metal going on in there but there's a lot of like there's a lot of his own there's a lot of him in it as well. Right. You know, and there's yeah. a lot of like all the other guys, obviously, but it's, it's, yeah, it's really good, really emotionally strong, really, really good songwriting. Love to see and him I've left- heard two songs, you know, and I'm like, I agree that this is a band people yeah. should be excited about. You know, I, don't, I don't know how many tracks they're going to do um, this year, or whether it's going to be another like two track or, or an EP or something. I haven't really chatted them too much about how the size of it, but um, it's just going to be good. Um, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see where they go with it. And, you know, the same on the same thing, like Devil won't probably last forever and ever and ever. It's a nice le- legacy. You can go on to, so cops will be growing and it'll be a nice little thing to segue into this, uh, over time as well, I imagine. So, um, yeah, that's exciting. I'm hoping, hoping does some, uh, everyone sort of has a listen and gets into it. For sure. Yeah, again, totally back that. So that's, a band that we should be definitely excited about is Cops, and that's C-O-P-S-E, just to make sure people don't think this. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about Cops of Trees. Um, <laughs> so last but not least, then, uh, we come on to the final bit, which is Devil Sold His Soul. What are your plans that you can talk about for 2023? Yeah. Well, we so we start in January writing the new record. Um, we, we've got a lot going on this year, so I don't know how far we're going to get into it to start with but um yeah we've got weekends writing camp in in jan if you go down to reading usually for that sort of like just you know chuck our ideas into the hat um and you know, blast them around etc and sort of try and probably get a couple of tracks three tracks together over a weekend and we're going to try and do as much of that as we can over the year and try and break the back of the new record i think that's important we don't want to lose any any momentum that we've gained from loss because we have grown quite a bit in that time and and the support from the label's been amazing so that's part one part two we've had two 10 year anniversaries of two albums in the last couple of years and we are hoping to do a weekend of shows um one album each night at a venue in london so that's um that's something we'll do bless and curse one night empire like the next which is going to take a a hell of a lot of like effort to get all those those practices booked in because we're terrible at communicating 
planning our time together. So, um, like I said, it's that's probably going to impact on writing from the record. But we want to do this. So I know people are going to be totally into it. They're going to, you know, those those albums mean a lot to people. Yeah. So I mean, when our mate Dan saw that you'd repressed Empire of Light or pressed Empire of Light, like the the messages that were in our group chat were just going, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" Yeah, we, you know, because um, he loves I, that record, and like I get it, people adore them, and yeah, you know, they'll flock to those shows. I'm sure. I honestly, Empire of Light vinyl as well, genuinely like uh, we had it remastered for it, so it's it's next level on from where it was on the CDs and stuff. It's um. So yeah, Johnny was pretty excited about hearing it in that in that format. Um, so yeah, he's looking forward to get it. It's a shame that the vinyl sort of pressings take so long these days. Otherwise, we'd love to be able to have it now and pass it out to people. But yeah, it's those ones. So, and we also were speaking about touring in some new territories we've never been before. So Australia, New Zealand, uh, back to Japan, hopefully. Um, that's all on the cards. And that for us, that's really exciting. We want to, we obviously want to play the cities we played many times before and see the people that we've built friendships with over the years but for us we've been going for so long 20 years nearly that to go and do a tour in australia would be you know that's incredible everyone buzzing and it's sounding like it's probably going to happen towards the end of the year so um yeah exciting times we'll we'll try and get some more eu dates and stuff in that in the space in between but priorities are getting the anniversary shows done finish it um starting and getting quite as much done as possible on a new record and yeah just enjoying ourselves that's um that's the thing we don't want to burn out we don't want to uh hate hate doing this band so just want to do as much as we can to enjoy it absolutely yeah that's the crucial thing isn't it right you can you can do those celebrations and put all the work in but then you don't want to just be in a position where you're like actually i don't want to write anything new now you know, I want you. You want to be in a position where you like you can take a couple of weeks off afterwards, maybe, and then be like, right, now I'm excited to get back into, you know, into into band mode. Yeah, I'm. I'm really like I'm a pretty a pain in the ass to the guys, to be honest, because I'm. I've said if we're going to do anniversary shows and we're writing new records, because I'm not. I don't want to be a legacy band to the extent where you just do anniversary tours, because that, sure. that sounds terrible to me. I'm not. I'm not sixty. I'm not retiring. This isn't how I'm going to live live my life. I'm, I'm going. I'm going into this, and I'm going to. I want new music. So, um, not that I they have to do what I say. It's all. It's all very much. Everyone's involved in these discussions, but I, I want new music. People want new music, so we're going to do that. Yeah, amazing. Okay, well, thank you again so much for for, for chatting, for sharing all the amazing news, and again, Ithaca and Cops as the picks for album of the year and ones to look out for two phenomenal picks there thanks mate appreciate your time as always um good to see you again soon at a show no doubt oh definitely cool thank you ever so much for joining me so today i'm speaking to the the charlie of the wonderful as everything unfolds um we're going to be talking about first of all probably the big question that everybody loves to answer in december is charlie what's your album of the year for 2022 Oh, do you know what? It's a, it's a really hard one because like it's it, it's felt like a really long year and I had to kind of really think about it because, you know, people tend to forget albums that were released at the beginning of the year, you know, yeah, and then um, so, you know, albums that kind of take up a lot of the space towards the end of the year um, kind of get remembered. But I think it's kind of between two albums and I'm going to be that horrid person and not be able to pick between them. Um, and it's the uh, it's Coping Mechanism by Willow really enjoyed that yeah. and um the nula by vakovi 
Um, I enjoyed both of those albums and I can't sort of decide between them. I think I like them for very different reasons. Um, I just thought Willow's album was just really refreshing. And like, you know, I listened to it track for track and I was like, this is just a good album. Like the, like the songs flow into each other. It feels fresh. It feels new. The production's great. Her voice is great. It, it, it feels slightly experimental at points, which is really cool. And I just love Vakovi. Like I'm the biggest Vakovi fan girl like ever. Um, so everything they do, I adore. And I think they are one of the best up and coming bands, um, especially in the UK. Hugely underrated, in my opinion. Um, they're great live as well. So I think they definitely deserve to be high up on an album of the year list. For sure. Um, Willow, I remember we briefly spoke about that, I guess, well, probably like when it released. Um, mm. Yeah, very, very good album, actually. And it's one that's not been... The only I think I guess so it's not been in my sort of album of the year contention just because there's I've, I've had so much coming yeah. through you know I don't know if I've been getting been able to give it the time it deserves but mm. that's not to say it's bad like you say she's got a great voice she's got a cracking voice oh yeah it's yeah really well written it sounds great yeah um, I think that's it for me it had the package thing like for me like an album has to have the package deal. Like these days, I'm, you know, I'm a bit more kind of fussy about like things and, you know, because when you do start to write albums and, you know, you kind of start to pick up on things that you wouldn't have before. And I just feel like it's a really well-crafted, at the end of the day, it's a pop album, but it's a really well-crafted rock pop album and it crosses so many genre boundaries. And I think that's why I like it, where I'm sort of like, it's got that punky edge to it. It's got a little bit of metal. It's got riffs. It's got pop hooks. I'm like, yes. All over. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I'm gonna say actually because that's it's definitely something, isn't it? When you you must be able to start picking up on things where you're like, oh, they've done that. That's really mm. interesting. And it's I guess it's a, a similar thing with um, Vakovi. Like you say, it's very, it's it's they they know their way around a pop hook as well. Oh Vakovi. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was I guess I was quite late to the party with Vakovia, as in it was this year with with Nula that I it finally clicked or that I finally <laughs> yeah. had the time to sit down and go right let's listen to this, mm. um, and I remember seeing them at Islington Academy um, mm-hmm. and just having my mind blown like that's one of the best shows I've seen this year, and I've seen a few you know um, just the energy, the the stage presence and the songs yeah are huge that's they... it i mean like you know you watch them and they just always look like they're having a good time and i think they yeah. genuinely are like and i think that comes across so clearly which i think is you know such an underrated thing yeah you love seeing a band having fun mm-hmm. obviously it can't happen every time sometimes you know you've had a, a, a shit drive on the way to the show yeah or yeah. you know something's gone wrong but as long as it as long as you can kind of look like you're having fun, exactly. it'll translate well. Um, whereas these guys, yeah, they seem to just be having the best time. And it's a concept record, which mm-hmm. normally is like the domain of, let's be frank, overly wanky prog. That Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's but... what drew me to it as well, like, because I'm really into all that stuff as, you know, you, I'm sure you know, and I'm sure, you know, it's kind of, kind of standard knowledge now within the AU fandom, like, you know, I always try and like to build stories in a world. And when they sort of said it was this concept record and, but what I like is that it's not like too in your face. It's kind of mm-hmm. quite subtle. Like obviously there's this character that it follows through, but like, it's not, 
overbearing and it's 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 not like Iron Maiden where they've got a literal like what do you call it like a mascot or anything you know I, I find yeah. that just that little bit too far but I really like that conceptual element to it and I think for a band so early in their career to pull off something as good as that and as and as elegant in the way they've done it is quite rare and that's also why I think it's hugely underappreciated definitely and the thing is as well is it's got like you say the there's a subtlety to the the actual concept but it's also got it also tackles it's not just hey let's tell this story it's let's tell this story that's got really serious Mm -hmm. underlying themes to it like it deals a lot with mental health it deals with um it deals with sexism it deals with feminism and it's yeah a really well, it kind of it kind of uses a character record. yeah it uses yeah. like this this character to kind of um push and kind of embody the ideas of all those things because yeah. also then it kind of you know when you're talking in in the third person sometimes that can be quite a good way to connect with other people because as you know as vocalists or as lyricists or whatever songwriters you know we'll often write in the first person because it's like your feelings, but to kind of actually take all those feelings and put it into like a, like a conceptual person, a bit like what Mike M did with um, the patient, you know, like they created the patient for yeah. the black parade. And that's what the black parade is written from the perspective of, which I just think is so genius and not, not something that I've been able to do. I honestly, this is what I mean is that I've tried to create, ideas and concepts and things like that but I've never been able to succeed in it so I'm kind of envious I think that was part of the reason I'm so like into it because I just I'm so envious of how they've done it and all their videos you know tie into it and all the artwork looks great and you know they always look cool like I always find as well like Vakovia have always got such this unique look as well just like in the way they dress and like they just don't they just don't look like anybody else and I just think it's really really cool and they're clearly just doing what they want to do and not listening to what sort of the industry should is telling them to do if you know what I mean yeah for sure it feels quite futuristic in the way the thing the way they just oh yeah that um I've with that in mind like some of my and even just on a really really basic level you know in the kind of like lizard brain kind of level there's songs Mm. like lasso and quench Mm -hmm. where the choruses are the most ridiculously outsized choruses that like they're some of the best I've heard this year. Yeah, you know, yeah. They're just enormous. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely Lasso was my most repeated song on my Spotify wrapped. And I knew it would be. I knew it would be. Um because it's it is that chorus and the video is amazing as well. Um like they really they really really went all out and I respect it and I love it. <laughs> Yeah, it got it, it was pretty high on mine actually on my uh, on my <laughs> on my repeat playlist as well. Um mm. outside of Harriet and Scowl. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm nothing if not predictable. Um so, <laughs> so that's two really great picks from the year. And like you say, they're both at great records for different reasons. So we've got Coping Mechanism by Willow, and we've got Nula by Vakovi. But looking ahead into 2023, what's one band you reckon people should have their eye out on or they should start, like, get ready to be doing big things next year? Do you know what? I really don't know because, like, a lot a lot of... Um, the only band I'm going to say is Rivals. I think that they are, you know, they've sort of... Um, I, I talk to Kaylee quite a lot 
you know we've been sort of been like in communication for quite a while and i love their so their previous album sad looks pretty on me was one of my top album of i think it was 2021 or 2020 obviously a bit of a blur the last few years but um and i've just loved them ever since and they've gone independent from a label and they released um quite a few singles and they've kind of utilized tiktok and really really hammered in on sort of the viral you know creating like a viral sensation of themselves online and it's fucking worked you know they've they've basically gone independent and gone fuck it we're going to do our own thing we're going to try and work out what works for our band and not just follow a formula that we've been told to follow and they literally had i think kaylee tweeted something about them having like a billboard in like times square or some shit and i'm thinking and she was like all completely done by ourselves and she was talking about how because they've funded it themselves, they know where the money's going, they know what they're paying for, you know. So I don't know. I think they're, and you know, she's a really, really strong woman, and the band are like great, and they're doing some really interesting stuff. And I really think people should sort of pay more attention to them because a lot of people sort of see them as just this sort of TikTok band, but I really think that they are so much more than that, and. Their music is, like I said, their music is great. Everything's great. Like, they are geniuses in marketing. And I I just love their music. I think it's great. And that's, um, and I know that they're not, I don't know whether they're doing an album or not. I think, again, they're just kind of rolling with what's working. They're just releasing singles after singles and they're doing really, really well. So, um, yeah, all the love to them. And that's what I'm sort of looking forward to, I think. Nice. So, got Rivals. Um, it's interesting you mentioned, like, this this like TikTok band has almost become a, a you know pejorative almost, but mm. actually it's just a band that's really savvy as to yeah. how to how what's working for messaging right now, what's mm-hmm. working for getting out there, you know, because yeah. a song will go a song will go viral on TikTok, like um uh, you know to to pick and it, you know to pick a much older example like King for a Day. You know, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. having a moment despite coming out however many years ago. Yeah. And that's going that's going viral. So if you can get it's, a yeah. new song to do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really I'm not being smart. funny. Yeah. It's 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 the best viral marketing tool, but to to be able to work it out to the degree they have is is actually phenomenal. Like you know, I, they've got hundreds of thousands, if not I think a million followers on TikTok, and they are absolutely raking it in from you know in terms of fan you know because yeah. stuff like instagram facebook twitter they, it doesn't unless you pay them thousands of pounds they don't push you to new people they just show you your content to the same people over and over but the whole idea of tiktok is the for you page and cre- like finding new creators and finding new content that is literally the idea of the platform so what they've done is they've just taken their music and gone well, let's just put it in front of these people and they are just getting so many hundreds of thousands of views on everything. And even us who aren't even remotely going viral on it, how many people, like, even just from a video that's got 20,000 views, how many people have been transferred over to our Spotify or to our Instagram that have said they've come from TikTok? And it just, I don't know, I think a lot of fans are scared of it and including, you know, we're not great at it. We're sort of... um, still very new and trying to figure out where we sit on it um but it's definitely something that bands should not run away from you should run towards it <laughs> definitely yeah and again and that's obviously something that rivals have done so that's that's our one to watch for 2023 mm. for yourself now 
really good way to segue into the next and the final segment we're going to do for this little uh, little sort of podcast section is as everything unfolds plans for 2023 what's what can you you tell us basically I mean obviously um we've started releasing some singles um we've released uh felt like home and blossom um so and obviously I'm sure people are aware we've sort of started rolling the campaign for what's coming next and Uh, pretty early in the new year we'll be getting some new content some new announcements and um we've got quite a few shows and unannounced sort of tours and shows booked that again will be announced pretty probably quite swiftly in the new year as well alongside all that um yeah i think all we've got confirmed for next year is uh we've confirmed burn it down so we announced that the other day uh, we're doing Resurrection Festival in the summer. So a lot of this stuff is sort of towards the end of the year. But obviously we've got a lot of gaps to fill at the beginning, which will be made clear as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah. So people expecting, in other words, because, you know, there's the two singles so far, Stone Cold Bangers, you know, and they sound so good live. Yeah. Um, very happy. I did actually get to come and see those. Um, they sound great live. Um, obviously, people are going to be really excited about what's coming next. You have been sort of talking about and teasing that you've worked on new material, clearly. Um, yeah, yeah. So very much looking forward to hearing that and obviously to see some more shows. Burn It Down is kind of one of those. Burn It Down is a really interesting one in that it's in Torquay, which is... It's literally in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> hell, hell to get to. Oh, it's awful, most yeah. people but it does yeah. so well right it's it it's pulls a really good lineup yeah i think they just they just the team just know what bands to book you know they're not they, they've been doing this for a few years as well you know uh, but i remember when we first did it like the headliners i think it was like basement or something you know so yeah. they've been very very on it for the last sort of few years and i, I love it it's so well organized and everyone on the team's lovely you know we've never had any issues or anything and we were we were very happy to be asked back, which was which is really nice. And Resurrection, obviously, we're playing because we didn't get to play it last year because our flight got cancelled when it was um all the airline strikes in the summer. God, I remember so, that. Yeah, but, yeah. So at least it's kind of kind of come full circle, and we're allowed to, allowed to play it this year, which is very very nice. We've got um yeah, like I said, we've got a couple of other things that will be announced, and um, going to a very busy year busier i think but really really nice and i'm very positive about um 2023 for as everything unfolds and i think that anybody that's been in doubt over the last two songs in terms of where they think our direction's going don't worry the next one will be nice for you (laughs) (laughs) it's one of those things that you know like we really you know we've always been a bit of a you know we've got songs like grayscale we've got you know hiding from myself we've got take me you know it's always very very different um and it just so it but it just so happened that two songs that were relatively similar you know in terms of not having much screaming involved um were kind of released one after the other but um you know just just keep your ears open <laughs> yeah i don't know blossom's got that really big um yeah i guess like post chorus yeah where you just let like go for it and that that's killer that bit but yeah i yeah. do remember i do remember it with the felt like home where people are like oh where screams and I'm like, <laughs> thing is it's like one of those things felt like home was written to be a festival song or like a live song 
And this, the tour we've just done with Being as an Ocean was kind of the first test of that. And it it, it works. Like, honestly, people were oh, yeah. absolutely loving it, like jumping around. It's, you know, it can get a lot of crowd engagement. And that was kind of the reason we wrote it, because we wanted a song that like, you know, we could mutually, the crowd and us could both enjoy at the same time. So yeah. the fact that it's worked and it's paid off and people love it is absolutely amazing. Blossom, we've been playing it live. I've been absolutely loving playing it live, which is weird because obviously, you know, back when we wrote it, I never would have thought that it would have been, you know, one that I maybe would have enjoyed as much live, but I really, really have been enjoying it. I think it's just very atmospheric and I think it's just much more mature and I think, I don't know, just good vibes all around and I'm very excited to mm. start performing some other new stuff. Amazing. Yeah, because there's um, and there was one that a few lucky people heard at the yeah. Camden Assembly mm-hmm. a long while, quite a while ago now. Um, so think, yeah, very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very excited for for that. Very excited for this new direction. That, like you say, you know, there's there's more maturity in some of the songwriting. Then you other songs like felt like home. We've got the big festival bangers that every, everybody loves. Let's be honest. We just like to cater for everybody and ourselves. Yeah. You know, we we don't like to put ourselves in a box. You know, if we want to write one song like that and one song like this, then who's to tell us no? Exactly. And I think people like it because then there's something for everybody. You know, you can take all your mates along to the gig and they can just come in for the one they like and then you swap over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I just, you know, I sent it to my friend and he was like, oh my God, yeah, this is amazing. I'm like, yeah, told you. (laughs) Anyway, I think that's, Perfect place to leave it. So thank you ever so much for your time this evening, Charlie. That's all right. No worries. I've enjoyed it. Thank you. Okay, so I'm here with Grief Ritual with James and Jamie. Uh, First of all, so we're outside the Black Heart, so apologies for any shite sound. Um, First of all, we're just going to be running down your number one album of the year. Don't mind who wants to go first on that one. I'll go first. Uh, So I'm Jamie from Grief Ritual. I go for uh, God's Country by Chapile. That's a stellar uh, choice. To be it's fair. just an incredible album. Like I was really kind of into the Jesus Lizard and Scratch Acid when I was growing up, and that album has kind of well, touched that, but also added so much more dimension to that kind of sound. Um, so it's just incredible. Car coming down. Living the high life interviews outside the gig. <laughs> yeah, so that Chapile record's fantastic. To be fair, yeah, really heavy to get through like thematically yeah really challenging but yeah. great what would you say is like the best song off it as representative of the record uh i really love the the one about grimace which i can't remember the exact name of is it like grimace smoke like purple man smoking weed in my bedroom oh yeah i think it's the last yeah, track yeah. on the album which is just it's got a bit of everything um either that or is it why where it's about homelessness oh and why it's just, is yeah it's brutal like but it is everything they're saying is exactly true like yeah, we've got all this space and I know it's marginally about like the USA but even in the UK there's like empty houses everywhere that yeah I mean I mean we're doing this in London which has got yeah. one, of the, one of the worst for that like yeah. in the in the entire UK with the rich poor divide so yeah why is a stormer of a song about yeah. that yeah I think I was listening to that and just going I can <laughs> I get through this song yeah. without like wanting without wanting to without getting too angry yeah it's like the lyrics as well where it's like uh, I think it's like I couldn't push my shit around in a shopping cart all day kind of thing it's just like it's so dark like yeah thematically but equally it's just a bang of a record as well yeah. like it's 
Incredible. It's God's Country by Chat Pile. So, what about yourself? So for me, um, I've just been frantically trying to remember what came out this year. I didn't know we were going to be asked these questions. But I think Malevolent, uh, Malicious Intent for me. Yeah. I fucking love that album. I love that band. Um, to get out of everyone in that, like our bands, I'm probably more into like the metal side of things as opposed to like hardcore. But that album for me is like a sick blend of hardcore, um, you know, traditional metal. I just think it's fucking amazing. And like yeah, it's, to it's see a, it get them sort of like out of the scene a bit more and into like arenas and stuff, like supporting bigger bands, just been fucking sick. Yeah, I've I really like that one. But I don't I don't think it's in my top twenty this year because that's how good this year's yeah. been. <laughs> But that's no shade on it as an album because it's huge, isn't it? It's like I've seen it. Compa- I've seen people say it's Pantera without the racism, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> but yeah, it's got those huge grooves and like, yeah. like you say, it's got enough yeah. of that hardcore bite, but it's kind of a bit more yeah. polished now, and it's taken them. I saw them playing at um, fucking hell, where was it now? I've, I've seen them do like the big shows. And, didn't they open for yeah they opened for Architects yeah, um, Ali yeah. Pali that was great yeah and um, I think alongside that as well my other favourite album of the year is probably uh, Harriet uh, Profound is it Profound Morality yeah yeah, yeah. Um, which is sort of like the opposite end of the spectrum of like metal yeah. and hardcore to malevolence but I think that yeah. album especially I think it's just fucking blown the scene yeah bonus EP there yeah because yeah, that's yeah. that's that's huge that yeah like I mean it's you know if anyone like you said you've seen me on Twitter it's yeah. no secret that they're like they they, yeah. they, 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 they topped my rap this yeah. year another band <laughs> I'm sorry to my editor Jack <laughs> that was a Pingu Ice fan alright we'll move swiftly onwards to bands that you think people should be watching out for in 2023 who do you reckon's on that not necessarily on the cusp, but who do you reckon's either going to drop something that's going to shock everyone, or maybe even on that cusp? Yeah, um, I'd go for Zulu. Uh, yeah, incredible band. Like I saw them at Outbreak last year after wanting to check them out for like the previous year or so. Um, they just got a bit of everything in their sound. Uh, the vocals are just sublime. Like it's all the heaviness that they've got there. Um, a lot of the stuff that Flatbox Flatspot Records puts out is incredible. Flatspot. Like, it's such a so such a label. Good. Like. You just know that that's a mark of quality. Yeah. So yeah, for me, I'd go for like Zulu. Um, yeah, I just think they're yeah, amazing. Yeah, because that new single is fucking it's hard. hard. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. I think yeah. that's like the, the best word for it is hard. But like yeah. even that doesn't quite explain like how big it is. Like. Yeah. So Zulu, fantastic shout. What about yourself? I honestly have no answer to this. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head to look out for. I can go for another one. Go on then, Wack. I, I right. think you Burner, bonus round, Burner right? are going to have a huge oh, yeah, one. <laughs> I'll push it the wrong way. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Special guest. Yeah. yeah, so Burner. Yeah, I'd say Burner are going to, I think they're going to have a huge year next year. I obviously. really hope so, because yeah. the record's obviously going to be coming out next year. They've been yeah. talking yeah. about it. The vision of the NDP was just something else. Because like, yeah. I know there's the whole like like the death metal played by hardcore kids is really in at the moment, sure. and it's the best kind of death metal. They're doing something quite special with it, I think. Yeah, there's no one quite like them, I don't think. Like, they're, I, like they're not even like a throwback band. They're just something that are, they're themselves, which I yeah. think it's what you need to be as a band. Like, it's great to take things from other places because that's kind of what we do. But equally, you've got to put your own mark on it, and they really shine out for doing that. Like, I think they're an incredible band. 
Yeah. Two very much kind of like, again, in like almost in the hardcore world, Zulu and Burner doing yeah. very different things with the genre. So, yeah, fantastic shouts. And last but not least, then, let's talk Grief Ritual in 2023. Sure. So, um, we've got like quite a fair bit to announce, but which we're not allowed to talk about yet, unfortunately. So, yeah. next year, hopefully, it'll be building on what we've done so far with the previous just release that we put out in September, Spiritual Seas. Uh, we're playing Reality Unfolds in, um, in New Cross in January with Street Soldier and Burner. Uh, it's such a good one. Like There's so many, like, just all the bands in that build so far, and there's more to, be, more to come as well, so it's going to be a hell of a day. Like, we're really looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we've got a couple of, like, weekenders and little tours that, as I say, we can't really speak about them yet, but... Yeah, we've got a good one locked in for September, yeah, which really is a uh, really, cool really good one, which hopefully is going to be announced very soon. And again, we've got a couple of summer festival things potentially about to be announced very as well. Nice. So, yeah, exciting. And Amazing. Forward to well, 2023. Kind of the most important thing, I guess, as well. It's like we're starting to write the follow-up to Spiritual Disease as well. So nice. We're going yeah. to be seeing kind of... We're not quite sure what, it's, what form it's going to take yet, but... Hopefully we'll have something out sooner rather than later next year. Yeah. But we're looking forward to that. Amazing. Yeah. So look forward to more grief ritual in 2023. Definitely. Spiritual disease, fucks. So, you know, <laughs> looking forward to seeing what happens. <laughs> Thank you. All right, well, thank you so much for joining me this evening, Ross. So I've got the Ross from the excellent God Eater, a Scottish sort of technical death metal, I guess, is one way of describing, but not quite tech death. Uh, I guess that's about as close as close as you <laughs> you can get. Um, I kind of just call it death metal now because it's a fair fair shout. It's right down the middle. Um, people will argue about that and try and siphon it off or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, te- technical death metal is the one that kind of gets branded around a lot. Technical death core kind of stuff like yeah. that. It's really hard to play. That's that's basically <laughs> it. <laughs> it's death metal that's hard to play. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and, and well, we're here today. First, we are going to talk a bit about God of Year because you've got a great new album that's recently come out. But first of all, we're going to be talking about albums of the year because it's that time of the year. Um, it is, so, it's if we, <laughs> so if we start with, well, first of all, what is your album of the year for 2022? I've agonized over this. For like it's a, weeks, it's a big choice. Not, not because we talked about it, but because uh, I always do a little like, oh, this is my album of the year, and like we tie yeah. it into like the Twitch channel and stuff as well. And I think I've decided that it's the new Gyria album, oh, and I yeah. hope I've said their name right because I feel like everybody says it differently. Um, but yeah, Gyria Mirage, it's it's the one, it's the one for me. I think that album combined with seeing them live earlier in the year has like sold the whole thing for me um i really liked their previous record um so i was pretty excited when they were doing a new one and then the singles kind of started coming out and i was like oh my god this is like a band that was already like pretty stellar and like they've leveled up again in the space of the two years like this is wicked and then i went to see them live this year and i was just like yeah i'm i'm in like a hundred percent this is like a band that i really really enjoy um and i think that's helped swing album of the year for me nice yeah because i caught them at uh we i caught them at like one in the morning at mystic in poland at the festival 
And we didn't stay for the whole thing because we were absolutely fucking knackered because it was like the first day we'd got there or the first full day in the morning. I wouldn't be doing that. (laughs) There there was a one till 2 a.m. slot, I think. Yeah, something like that. I pass. (laughs) I'm shaking my... I know people can't see the video, but I'm shaking my head because I know I'd be like, I'll just go to bed. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Well, we did about 20, 30 minutes in. But anyway, yeah, well, obviously, because they're all masked and they don't say anything, we had, I had no idea if they played a new song or not. Um, but then when the record came out, like, I think for me, I'd say, while it's not my album of the year, it's probably my favourite black metal album this year because it does enough post-metal as well. It's also just really well produced. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah that's a yeah. huge thing for me in kind of just listening to music and I, I know my friends always kind of give me a hard time because like a new album will come out and be like, yeah it's okay but like the snare sounds like shit like I am that kind of like borderline meme and the, the Guy Rio one came out and I was like I simply don't have anything bad to, to say about this it sounds great like it's produced an absolute T and it's black metal with just the right amount of like black metal and kind of post metal and death metal all kind of rolled into one and then just the sort of like image on the side of it, which I'm always a bit like, I'm a bit touch and go on sort of image and masks and the anonymity thing. Like, I I get it, but like, it's not really something I've ever wanted to do. But see, when I saw them live with the masks on and like the way they came on stage, I was just like, that. I, this is great. I love this. I, I will have like all of this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's what you're doing with it, I guess. Yeah, no, they were they were great when we caught them at Mystic. Uh, didn't see them come on, but like, yeah, totally get that. You, the their presence on a stage, it makes sense. Um, it was the way they came on stage because I was I was obviously quite excited to see them, but the way the like, I guess the kind of vocalist front person. I think they've had a bit of like a lineup change as well. Like, there's sometimes a four piece and sometimes a five piece, and I because it's so an- anonymous you don't really know who's who um but the f- sort of front person at that time came on stage and like the way they came on stage i was just like oh my god this is like i'm watching like a powerful performance actually happening like right in front of me and i think because it's coming at that sort of tentative like oh shows are kind of happening again um i was like just captivated straight off the bat and then the album came out and i was just like yeah this is great i love this shows are coming back and they're nailing their colors to the mast with going all out on it yeah Yeah, completely like the energy was like up (laughs) and like actually annoyingly enough the sound like i don't know if they were using a touring engineer or an in-house engineer but like it wasn't it the sound actually wasn't good but the whole performance and the like commitment to it i was just like that's even like even for someone like me who's like i would say quite critical and let i actually do unfortunately let things like production and mixes like affect my enjoyment of music um the fact that i was able to like just completely bypass that and be like no this is still good and i'm still invested in this um i think kind of speaks volumes for like how cool a band they actually are yeah and the fact as well that because as like you say as someone who's quite big on producing things properly and or at least well because you know probably no such thing as properly as long as they're doing it well and it sounds good this is black metal as well right like a lot of people that enjoy black metal will be in the true cult and it's like oh if it doesn't sound like it's recorded on like a fisher price you know from down the hall they don't care but 
I hate Yeah, that. I mean, one of my other favourite bands, like, of the past, like, 10 years, um, I'm about to completely probably butcher their name, uh, but Der Weg Einer Freiheit, they're from yes. Germany. They so are, good. like, the reason I got, like, into them in the first place is, like, I think it was their first, like, they done, like, a couple of, like, EPs or, like, longer not quite an album but like a mini album kind of thing but their first album i put it on and i was like oh my god the guitar tone sounds good and the kick drum is like a trigger so it's like super audible i was like this is like the best thing i've ever heard um and that's the same like it's black metal it's raw but like it's so well produced and like well put together that i just i'm like nah i love this great yeah Fantastic. So, album of the year, I'm probably going to pronounce it differently. Do I know whether I'm getting it right or not? Is uh, Garia, I've always called it, and Mirage. So, that's a fantastic think, album. And I'm definitely, yeah, definitely agreeing that that is like, for me as well, like the best black metal album I've heard this year, easily. Yeah. It's, um, it's definitely like, I'm sure I'll do this and you'll record it and release it. And I will then decide. Actually, no, it's not. It's my number two for whatever reason. But at this current moment in time, it's been number one. And I've like tipped it as number one since like fairly early on in yeah. like the hype of the singles coming out. So it's it's stuck the like initial hype and I'm still listening to it. So I'd say it's in right now number one and probably in fairly good stead to stay that way. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So if we're moving on then to a band. Oh, or rather a band that you think people should be looking out for next year like who's who's on your radar that you think's either currently going unappreciated or that are gonna have a really good year next year and people need to get on board with uh so the band i have absolutely like not shut up about in the past year and um, our great american ghost no you have not <laughs> i have not you know you know you, you follow you follow me on twitter you see me about once a week posting about this band so i kind of stumbled across them like i kind of knew about them but i kind of stumbled across them accidentally because they'd started they did an ep at the start of this year so like i guess they'd done a single like late last year and i kind of stumbled across that and i was like what like what's this great american ghost that sounds like a pretty hard band name and i'd seen like the logo and then i went and checked them out and i was just like holy shit this is so good like it's i don't even know what it is like it's kind of thrashy sort of death metal kind of morbid angel but it's got really modern again production and then i kind of obviously did some digging and i was like oh it's like a will putney mix i actually think will putney manages them as well which kind of i guess explains that they've had like a really strong year um but yeah, I was like, this is a really cool band. Like they look they look the part as well. Like the guitarist um who's there. One of the guitarists is in Norma Jean as well. But the guitarist who's kind of always there, he plays like a sort of ESP like star guitar. And I'm like, if I ever see one of them, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good. Like, love it. <laughs> Great. Um so I was like, they totally like look the part. And then I saw they'd been announced for fit for an autopsies uk euro headliner and i was like oh my god like i gotta get down to this show early like it's a five band bell my back's already sore thinking about it but like they're on second i've got to get there early and like surely this isn't this is going to be like cool but like they're going to be second on so it might be a bit hit and miss and it absolutely like blew me away it, it 
like it was unreal like the stage presence the sound like the performance i was just like yeah great and the like mosh call in the first songs like be careful what you wish for you fucking cowards and i was just like i'm pretty sure there's a video of me somewhere like just launching my fist like into the air um so yeah great american ghost very good band uh i hope everybody actually does listen to me and check them out yeah they're uh, again they're, they're one i was not familiar with till that tour came around and i need to go back to so that's given me the impetus to sort of go back to them um and it's really cool that every single person so far has picked a, such a different band as well like no one said great american ghost yet but again like you say they're a band that once you've seen them live you're like shit no okay they've they've got they've got it yeah, so I'd seen them then, and then I saw they were announced for uh, the Polaris UK Euro Tour. So I went to see them again, and I swear it was even better. <laughs> like, even in that sort of, like, I think it was, like, May and then, like, August, September kind of time. Yeah. And I was just, like, even the growth that clearly they've had from touring in that time shows how much that touring actually helps a band to be better. But it was like it was almost a different band as to how much better it even was it was the it was insane it like absolutely blew me away and like watching the crowd reaction from the show in may with fit for an autopsy to the show with polaris clearly people are like getting behind the band as well which is just great like i love yeah. seeing that um the energy in the room was like right up and I mean, both tours were like absolutely stacked. So I I always anticipate a bit of a like, by maybe the sort of second, third or fourth band, whatever way it relies, there's a bit of a drop in the energy. And it just wasn't the case. Like it, they brought it up and kept it up, um, which was just like fantastic to see for me. Like it was, it was kind of validating to like have a band that I've been like, oh, this band are sick. You should check them out to then see them live and be like, they're even better live so yeah there's nothing worse than me like they're so good and then you'd see them and then you have to start saying they're so good on record <laughs> and i've seen many bands yeah many but, bands like that over the years thankfully that's not the case so that's your pick for one to watch is a great american ghost so last but not least we'll talk god eater so what's happening in the world of god eater uh, so recently, um, back in September, uh, we released our second album, uh, Vespera or Vespera, however you want to say it. Um, it's been great, like actually finally getting that out. Um, it's been quite a long process to get it out, um, just for various reasons. Um, so to actually get it out was really cool. Um, and we were able to go on tour just before it came out as well, um, to kind of test some of the tracks live which was really nice um and so yeah since that's come out it's been nothing but like positive words about it really um and we've recently announced that we are doing a uk tour with party cannon in january and february next year which starts in glasgow hometown show to start with which is always a bit stressful to me um so that starts on the 27th of january next year and it's all around sort of the uk uh and from there um more touring hopefully um i think we're trying to line up some stuff for the summer because we didn't do that this year some other tours later on in the year hopefully going into europe um we've never done that before so we're keen to kind of 
you know, kind of get that next step up and, and do one of those bigger kind of UK into Europe tours, one of the longer ones, like that's the next step for us. So we're kind of aiming for that. Um, and I'm also aiming to write new music as well. Um, I don't know if any of it will be released next year, um, but we've got like a new lineup. So I'd like to do something kind of, I know Vesper only came out like a few months ago, but I'd like to do something sooner rather than later, purely because of that as well. And kind of show people that like actually the band, well, it's obviously continuing in a touring sense, is definitely continuing in just every sense of the word. So we're doing new music as well. Yeah. And you want to, you want to not just road test, but you want to find out how you all write together as well. Right. So, uh, I mean, I write all the musical side of it, so yeah. I'm not really too worried about that. And to be honest, I'm not actually like worried about it at all. I think we've had some pretty, nice. pretty open conversations about trying some new stuff. And I know obviously people have been accustomed to a certain way of writing, but new people are always going to change that so i think we're going to just take some time to work on that and yeah like you say kind of make sure you know make sure it's it's to the standard but at this point like i don't have any worries about it so that's good in fact i'm actually feeling like good about it which is nice that's a good it's a good place to be in okay so yeah hopefully just touring the hell out of vespera and getting that in as in front of as many people and as, as many years as possible then basically yeah i mean i think that's really the goal because obviously the past few years like with sort of covid and our first album cycle get kind of cut short because of that and to then go through like basically three you know three years yeah and you know actually for the most part we had a we had a really good I mean, 2020 was more about just kind of taking a step back and writing. But 2021, in terms of playing live, was actually really good. Um, this year has been obviously slower due to just, you know, getting the album finished and out and the sort of change in lineup. But, I mean, I feel like now we've announced that Party Cannon tour and it feels like we're we're kind of back to, like, moving forwards again, which is, you know, is really nice. But I think I think that's not limited to, you know, people leaving or covid i think it's a mixture of things and it feels nice to be able to kind of stand at this point at the end of the year and just be like yeah we're moving forward into next year and it feels yeah it feels strong actually um which is really nice so yeah you're happy you've got stuff in the books ready to hit the road i mean that's the most part of it like there's stuff in the calendar and there's things to work towards and that's i think a lot of has a lot of the past few years has been quite up and down in terms of like well can we do this or should we do this or you know there's been a lot of kind of dialogue about that whereas i think now we're like okay we're moving and we're just moving again and that's it like we'll we'll do it <laughs> fantastic all right well we'll leave it there thanks so much for your time this evening cool thanks for having me it's been good to chat